Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. Walking with Your Inner Spirit is a six-part podcast series brought to you by Yiska Smith. Six opportunities, practices, and encounters experiencing the divine within. For more digital content or to listen to more of Yiska's podcasts, please visit elmod.pardes.org. Walking with Your Inner Spirit, Episode 4, Cultivating Behavior that Welcomes the Soul and Demonstrates Our Spiritual Nature, Acting with Genuineness, Wholeheartedness, and Simplicity. This teaching is from the P.S.S.N.R.'s B'nai Machshavah Tova, Entry 15. He teaches, We have established that the goal of our association is to enhance our awareness, our machshava, to draw out, to expand, and to strengthen consciousness. This is not a purely mental activity. As part of this work, the soul itself becomes activated. Gilui Hanefesh becomes revealed. It is called upon to take mastery over our physical side. If we constantly center ourselves in this soulfulness, if we become what he refers to in Hebrew, each one lehitchanech, to become dedicated, like from Hanukkah, titchanech, to become really dedicated we will achieve levels of awareness that we can barely imagine or hope for. What more can we want than to have our soul as our constant companion, ever pulling our consciousness to its sublime and elevated perspective? Ma yichsalo. What would a person be lacking? Since the goal of our practice and hope, our tikva, is to demonstrate our spiritual nature, the gilui of the nefesh, we must behave litnaheg in a fashion that is suitable and musugelet and welcoming of the spirit. We must avoid behaviors that pull us off course, machik, distancing us by grounding and concealing the soul in the lowly and chaotic side of our nature. So he believes and he teaches the following that is so simple and so profound. Conduct yourself to Naheg with pishitot, with simplicity, and with genuineness and wholeheartedness to mimot. Timimut at all times. You know, there's a pasuk in Devarim in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 18, verse 13. Devarim yud chet yud gimel. Tamim tiyeh im Hashem elokecha. Be tamim with the Lord your God. Be in that state of timimut, of wholeheartedness. 
be totally present, be totally here in the now. Simple sincerity, he believes, the P.S. Etzner continues, to mimut is the clothing. It's the clothing that the soul wears in everyday life. Manipulation, or mimut, is the opposite of soulfulness. It is the triumph of what we refer to as rationalization. Far from the mindfulness that is indicative of the soul, this scheming, this rationalizing behavior is what the world defines as intelligent and powerful. This low level of mass consensus, it's he refers to it as sechel ha'olam, is the sole criterion for determining what is acceptable in thought, speech, and deed, in the value system of those who are not as practicing this way of revealing one's spiritual nature. When we speak of this craftiness, of this manipulative behavior, this scheming, we do not refer exclusively to outright lies. Rather, we also mean to include the root of falsehood, the very reshita sheker, which is the first inkling of untruth. What is the underlying motivation, the siba, that brings a person to conceive and speak falsehood and untruth? It is the inner condition. It's a decayed state within us. It's a kilkul hanefesh that allows one to think and speak lies, to become crafty and convoluted in every way, causing a person to live out of alignment, Hevra, to live out of alignment with vitality, with, with the life force, with all of existence and truth. Lo chayim, lo nimtsayim, velo emetiim. It basically is the ego-based behavior that, that is, is really driven by survival and, and finitude and behaving. When all of us fall prey to this, we have a tendency to see the world as either you or me from a place of limitation, of scarcity. It's fear-based behavior. That is the kikul, that's the decayed state of, uh, of a spiritual part of us, of the, of the vitalizing soul that really lives to survive. Uh, it protects us at times. It allows us to, quote, get through the day. But that's the energy inside of us that causes us to live out of alignment with the very source of life. The seal of the Holy One, blessed be He, is emet, is the truth, meaning to live in alignment with life. The whole world bears this imprint, except the human beings. The flowering plant, for example, is alive. It has the energy and the life pattern of its biological life, of its very, bio, of its very form, of the chiyut nefesh hatzomechet. It is real. There's an, there's an emitut to it. An artificial plant may look like a plant, but it's not real. It's a sheker. Truth, he believes, truth is reality, mitziyut. While lying, sheker partakes of unreality, 
אפס, אינן בין, לא נמצא. Truth is an aspect of life, חבר'ה. Falsehood emanates from the side of death, סתרא דמאבטא in Aramaic, since it lacks vitality and it corresponds to, quote, nothing in life. It is vacuous, לא נמצא. The PSSNA draws this parallel between emet and sheker, between truth and falsehood. Truth is mitziyut. Truth is existence. And it is therefore in alignment with life. Sheker is lo nimtza. It's efes. It's not aligned with reality. Therefore, it really is on the side. It draws from the side of death. A person whose every deed and word have the power of mitziyut, of reality, in which the soul is found, this is a person of truth and wholeheartedness. This is what it means to be ba'emet and to cultivate to me mut, wholeheartedness. <clears throat> Plant life sprouts with wholeheartedness and simplicity. But to me mut, upashtut. There is no artifice No faking. The plant grows because of the power within it. Hamitziyut shebekebo. Because it has an innate compunction. Nafsho shedocheket. And here, by the way, not, it's not really by the way, but the nuance in this statement in the Hebrew, nafsho shedocheket, the PSSNA is referring to the plant actually having a soul not just a spark of God, an actual chiyut, a godly life force that pushes it. It has an innate compunction to be what it is, to flower and sprout. Just in this same way, a small child behaves in accordance with the simplicity, with the pishitot and the timimut, the wholeheartedness of the child's inner being, in accordance with the existence of the child's soul, the mitziyut ha-nefesh. Any adult as well who is guided by the light of the person's soul, of one's soul, is also, also wholehearted and true. Tamim ve'amiti. However, if a person does not behave with simplicity, in accordance with what flows from one's heart and spirit, that's to be in alignment with one's heart, with one's soul, what happens is the person will fall from living in truth and, in the person's, and from the person's own true existence. His or her own mitziyut becomes severely and, and painfully compromised The person's actions begin to bear the stamp of falsehood and death, meaning the lack of alignment with life. The person now is, becomes a liar. And again, the PSS reminds us, it's not the way the person will overtly lie, saying, he gives us an example, saying of a tree that it's a rock. No, it means the person is a liar with oneself. Within, the first inkling to utter such a blatant lie is the very same. It's a lack of reality. 
in consonance with life. For the P.S.S., this is what's crucial here. It's literally to become, to live in alignment with one's own inner truth. To live the opposite is to live where there is no reality. And that's out of alignment. And that's why he uses the term in Aramaic, misitra de mafta, withdrawing from a side that does not enhance, does not strengthen, does not really improve and, and, and arouse and awaken our own life within, our own interior, inner being. This wholeheartedness, this tamimut, and this simplicity, the pishitot, make up the delightful quality, the chen, the chen of a child. Next time someone asks you, what does the word chen mean in Hebrew? That's one of the most difficult words to translate, it seems. People say charm. For the Piyasetsna, he, he translates chen as the delightful quality within a person. He believes that this wholeheartedness and simplicity is what makes up the delightful quality, the chen of a child. When you speak with a child, you have the sensation of interacting with the child's soul. When you ask the child something, he or she lets the question penetrate to the core of his or her being. Choderet in Hebrew, penetrating. Choderet ad And from there, from the child's inner being, from the child's soul that received the question, from there you have the child's answer. And it's always be'emet. Until, unfortunately, the child learns not to speak be'emet. The child's answer is wholehearted and simple. Not simple-mindedness. It lacks all the convoluted, the, the, the um, manipulative type of behavior. The child puts his or her entire heart into the response. It is not necessary for you to surrender your awareness or be undiscriminating as a child can be. However, we need to become wholehearted. We need to go back. We need to reclaim to mimut. If you are asked, for example, if you are asked a question, do not sit around within yourself and, and, and go into this inner monologue or dialogue with yourself and calculate, how will I answer the person? Etiquette demands I should say this. If I answer him in this way, he will think that I am wise. In order to control his perception of me, which is manipulation, I should say thus. The Piyasetsna believes that in the end, your answer will be lacking content. It'll be, <laughs> the translation literally is, a bag of wind. Osef shall ruch. You may be polite, you may be thought of as intelligent or whatever goal you had in mind, 
but you and your soul, meaning your essence, your true authentic self and your spiritual center will be missing. This is not the way of reality. The mitziyut and life, chiyut of spirit, of nefesh and of truth. This is falsehood. This is this is a life of nothingness, of emptiness. The way that is welcoming of the spirit demonstrates a very spiritual nature. Above all else, answer with sincerity. Also, he uses the Hebrew word ritzinut. Be sincere. Speak from your heart, but to me moot with wholeheartedness and simplicity. Pashtut. Use your reasoning, of course use your seichel, use your reasoning only to determine, lahavchin, that you're not making a mistake, she'in ta'ut, in what you're saying. Your mental review itself also needs to be simple and sincere, meaning without ulterior motives, without hidden agendas. Your mind is used as a tool, as a kli, to facilitate lishamesh the straightforward expression of your heart. If you find that a truthful answer will, for example, be harmful to you, taziklacha, or you have some other obstacle to speaking truthfully, whatever the reason may be, well, instead of lying, God forbid, simply say, as our sages advise, it's a direct expression in Masachat Borchot, in the first Masachat in Talmud, on Daf Dalet Amud Aleph, page 4a. What, what does Chazal advise? If you don't really know how to answer a person's question, for whatever the reasons may be, say, I don't know. We could always, you know, I remember years ago when I allowed myself as a teacher, to begin answering this way if it was my truth. How many educators, how many parents, for some reason, there's an insecurity in answering the student or answering to the child. I don't know. It was so freeing because I touched my truth. I don't know. Let's discover the answer together. Let me do some research. It also conveys not only to the student or the child the truth, but also respect, also respect of the child, of the student's life. And this is what Chazal, this is what our sages are advising us. If you don't know either the answer or how to answer Be'emet because of certain considerations of your own physical well-being, or the other person's physical well-being, just say, you know, I don't know. But do not twist and bend things to produce a convoluted response, a teshuva naftula, that lacks sincerity, that lacks simplicity, below it below pashtut. This is, this is work. This is spiritual practice. And the PSS now discusses one of the major obstacles 
that can prevent and that does prevent a miniya that prevents a person from being wholehearted and sincere. It's called in Hebrew anivut, anivut muma, false humility, whereby a person is so intimidate, intimidated by society and its mores. The person so values the ways of the world and the opinions of others that he spiritually or mentally, emotionally, prostrates him or herself, korea in Hebrew, before the world around him. Korea kulo lifnehem. Any insight or perspective the person may have held becomes obliterated. It is never expressed. The entire essence of the person's heart and soul, the call atzmutli bovenaf show, are as nothing. They are crushed and not in the least way manifest. Hitgalut. The person is so impressed by the value system of the latest trend that the person loses perspective on the basic issues of right and wrong. Ledat matovu mawa. What he must do and what he must avoid. Ma'alavla asot The person comes to measure, to moded, everything according to the current whim and fashion. If the mass culture values it, then it is good. If people seem to hate it, then the person convinces oneself that it must be bad. You know, there's a pasuk tehillim, a beautiful verse in Psalms, Parakuf Chaf, 120. Pasuk Parakuf Chaf, Pasuk Bet. 120, verse 2. This, this is a prayer right here, in of itself. Hashem, Hatzila Nafshi Misafat Shekir. God, save my soul from speaking a lie. Mulashon Rumiyah, from a tongue that misleads or is deceptive. It's the same word, Mirimah, that the Piyasesna uses with this reason, with this obstacle that would prevent a person from becoming more wholehearted. Anivut Mirumah. Mirumah is to deceive, to mislead. Even he believes, even when your actions do please, by the way, I, I need to mention, I would be remiss not to, there's nothing wrong with wanting to give nachat, to give pleasure to the world, to get along with people. This is not a matter of becoming, God forbid, arrogant and haughty. This is, this is much more, this is actually ha'efech, the opposite. This is a manifestation of so much self-respect, of kavod atzmo and bitachon atzmo, that we respect everyone around us enough so much so that we're honest with them. So it's not that we don't care about what the world thinks, but we don't allow that public pressure, the mores of the everyday fashion, to dictate our own inner decision-making. We may consider it, 
but it's not the main variable. So he concludes by saying, even when your actions do please and do help your fellows, do so solely because you have a responsibility, to help, to comfort, to bring chesed, to bring kindness and compassion to other people. Not, though, for any superficial design or ulterior motive, i.e., oh, maybe they'll like me more, or maybe they'll respect me more, or maybe they will love me more. Allow yourself to sense the urgency within. The urgency, the organic tendency, the small voice that's called the mamadaka, that still small voice that says, so you are commanded, mutsuva, and so you must do, la'asot. I need to behave with kindness. I need to behave with compassion. I need to give people the benefit of the doubt. I need to consider other people's opinions. Why? Because I'm commanded to by my creator. Because that's what it means to live a life that manifests that I'm created in the image of the creator. But not in order to control or to try to control people's opinions of me. It's because this is what it means to live a godly life. If you make this a regular practice, and I bless all of us, let's begin to make this a regular practice. This is redemptive behavior. This is radical behavior. This is not what the world (laughs) considers to be worthy and of value. But if we do make this, or end when we hopefully do decide to begin to make this our regular practice, avodah ruchanit, your heart, your soul, and inner sense of integrity will become manifest. Hitgaleh, you will sense hargashta, what is needed in each situation. It's really remarkable. It's like a snowball effect. We begin to enter into all of our engagements with other people with a sense of, with more clarity, with more awareness, with more presence. Your deeds, words, and your perspective and all your interactions with others will be filled, malayim, with your soul with your spirit and her powers as it emanates amit pashat from your innermost self bekibacha directing you to grow to behave and to be in continuous relationship with god in all of your affairs but pishitot ubetimimut kain yehi ratzon so may it be. Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. For more digital content or to listen to more of Vieska's podcasts, please visit elmod.pardes.org.